to the Enneagram Mom. I am so grateful to have you here. And today we are going to be talking about kind of a switch of subject, whereas I'm usually discussing the Enneagrams. Today we are diving into chronotyping. So when I found out about chronotyping a couple months ago, I was totally fascinated. I've been trying to find out something similar for the Enneagram types and couldn't put a pinpoint on it. And so this is kind of what I was looking for. I don't know if it ties into the Enneagram types. Part of me thinks it doesn't um, because this is more based off your genetics, whereas the Enneagram type is based on nature and nurture. So anyways, let's just dive into what in the heck is chronotyping. So chronotyping is when you have a natural tendency towards sleep or your circadian rhythm. So circadian rhythm is that which controls our day-to-day sleep-wake cycle. When our melatonin releases, it gives us like our environmental clue cues and things around us. And so there's been a lot of talk about circadian rhythm and how to retrain it because now we live in a world where, you know, we have electricity and how that's kind of messed up our circadian rhythm. Whereas before it's literally you were awake when the sun came up and you went to bed when the sun went down. So we were following this circadian rhythm and everything shifted with electricity, which is fantastic. But now all of our bodies are trying to readjust to this new way of life and trying to understand why we are so freaking tired all the time. I mean, with that and the introduction of caffeine on such a level that we have, um, we're just trying to understand what is going on, especially adrenal fatigue, different things that may be affecting you. And I mean, the depression, anxiety, we are highly medicated more than ever before. So how is this chronotyping and the circadian rhythm affecting us? So they really talk about um, kind of the total night of like night of sleep as an adult, you need between seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, But they've gone into a little bit more than that. They used to say that there were two types of chronotypes. Okay, we've got this that there's early birds and night owls. That's how it was. Okay, you've got you either have a tendency to wake up early and want to go to bed early or you stay up late and sleep in. But they're learning that there's actually more to that. And it's based off of like scientific genes and your genetics. Another interesting thing is the chronotype actually doesn't set in until you're about 20-ish because as like children have a different type of chronotype um, and then they go into teenagers and teenagers that have just a difficult time waking up in the morning. That is not their set chronotype forever. They are not forever going to be dolphins or wolves or whatever. It is based off of that time period and what their bodies need. So it's good to know at the beginning of this, your chronotype really doesn't sit in until the age of 20. So at that time, they're finding that that genetic component of it's called a PER3 or circadian clock gene, and that's when it starts to kick in. So let's talk about why the chronotype is important. So number one, it kind of ties in with your personality traits quite a bit because you can basically each chronotype can have different 
personality and behavior that associates with it. It doesn't mean that's 100% solid, but it is more likely. Um, and they talk about how morning people, those that are get up easier in the morning, tend to perform better in school. Um, and while evening types may have more of an aptitude for creative thinking, and they might be more creative professionals if they have more time in that evening versus the times that are early morning. Now, these are all just studies that people are doing, but um, evening people also have a more flexible sleep schedule and they might be less physically active and sleep on less weekdays, making up the lost time by sleeping in on the weekends. And some of these unhealthy habits can lead to high stress response, high higher heart rates, higher cortisone levels, and they have a higher risk factors for sleep apnea, obesity, type 2 diabetes, mental disorders, and metabolic syndrome. Um, so evenings also can link to impulsivity, anger, depression, anxiety, and they can have other type of negative habits, including risk taking, skipping breakfast and eating more in the evening, using more electronics and the use of substances. And this includes tobacco, alcohol and caffeine and substances. So if you talking about my last last episode where I was setting goals for this year and it was I want to be more in tune with myself. And that's when I found kind of chronotyping and I was like, I really want to know if this is something that will work and something that will help me more than just taking anxiety meds more like I want to figure out a system that's going to help me kind of um, become my best version of myself, which I mean, I feel like that's what we're all here for. So that's kind of where I jumped into this because I do have a lot of these either risk factors or I do have anxiety, depression. I have a lot of these and I wanted to figure out how these can help me, how this whole system could help me become better, become better and feel better every day. So one of these interesting things that is if you do have a lot of these adverse reactions, substance abuse, skipping breakfast, risk taking, um, higher stress, all of these, it might be specifically linked to a mismatch between your chronotype and either your work schedule or if you're going through a change in your life. Like I have a friend who had a baby and this baby doesn't like to sleep. And so it's completely affect. I mean, you have had children and when you don't get sleep, it literally feels like you become psychotic. So it can truly change you. And sleep is such an important thing. So not only is sleep, but the time that you're trying to maybe eat, the trying trying to find this routine so your body knows what to do. And when it's out of alignment, you are going to have more stress on your body. So let's dive into the different types of chronotypes, okay? So they talked about that they used to have the two of them, um, but things have moved on and they're now shifting to these four types of chronotypes. So the way that you figure out your chronotype is you can go take the test. It is on the power of when quiz.com. I'll repeat that one more time. The power of when quiz.com. And so the power of when is the book that this was all based off of. And so this is the actual quiz that is also found in the book. I will say though, it kind of takes a minute. It's similar to the Enneagram test. Don't take it as, okay, that's for sure what I am 
what I am. Um, You need to kind of look at it and kind of assess if that's who you are right now based off of maybe a traumatic situation or you had a new baby or like or based off of what you would like to be. You're going to take it based off of, okay, like what am I really like? What seems to fit me the best? So making sure looking at that quiz, but then also understanding all the types is going to help you in a lot of ways to really know if that chronotype's the correct one for you. So that's where you can take the quiz or you can take it out of the book as well. So there are four types. There is lion, bear, wolf, and dolphin. So the lion chronotype is the early bird. These people, they wake up early and are most productive in the morning and they have trouble kind of following that normal social schedule in the evenings because they do get tired quite easy in the evening and they, when they're ready for bed, they are ready for bed. Then we have the bear. So the bears make up about 55% of the population. So this is the most common one to be. I am a bear. My husband is a bear, meaning genetically, probably our children will be bears. And actually looking at it, I believe in talking to my dad, I know he's a bear. I'm pretty sure my mom's a bear as well. So looking at that genetically, okay, that makes sense that we're a bear. So people with this chronotype tend to follow the sun's rhythm. They do well with traditional office hours and also have no problem maintaining a social life in the evenings because they wake up with the sun and they usually go to bed with the sun. The next one is the wolf. The wolf chronotype is an equivalent to the classic night owl and it's believed to make up approximately about 15% of the population. They usually get their burst of energy at night and this is what makes them have maybe a lively social life with those that are awake during that time. And last up is the dolphin. So he actually talks about how he was having a hard time because he felt like there was this one specific category that just didn't fit. And that is how he created the dolphins. And if you'll notice, the the behaviors of each of these actually kind of fits the animal. Well, dolphins are known as kind of the insomniacs because they really don't sleep. So they're based on on actual dolphins who stay alert even while they're sleeping. Um, They really might struggle with having sleep for a long period of time and then having even like disorders or stressing about sleep. So they don't really follow a rhythm over time. So if you are new to chronotyping, which I'm sure kind of you are if you're coming on here, I am posting this week a schedule for each type. And it may be overwhelming if you're super off on that schedule. You're like, how am I going to make that happen? No, I like to exercise at this time. There's a reason behind why he put all of these times, which I'm going to get through. I'm just kind of starting at the beginning and working my way there. Um, so th- there's a reason he places these things. But don't get overwhelmed if you're not following it. The biggest thing he talks about is first for the first week or 10 days, work on making the challenge just to wake up and go to bed at your set time. That's going to be the best way to figure this out. Go to bed at your set time, wake up at your set time, do this for 10 days. And it's not going to be easy, but in the end, it'll be worth it. He does say on the weekends, you do get about a 45 minute to an hour extension of your time. But so like, say you need to wake up, you're supposed to wake up at seven, you're a bear. You're supposed to wake up at seven. He says to no matter what, wake up at eight. Even if you went to bed really late the night before, 
wake up at eight. Your goal is to try to really work hard on getting your chrono rhythm back in sync with yourself so you can really feel and be your best self. So hopefully you'll take this challenge and I'm going to be talking about more and more details so we can understand this chronotyping and how to use it with your health, your sleep, and how to make your best self help happen this year. So some housekeeping for this week. Don't forget to join us in our January book club, which is Wake Up by Lindsay Teague Morano fantastic book. I'm absolutely loving this read. It has truly helped me connect back with myself and really figure out what I want. I'm talking about it on my Instagram stories with questions. There's a highlight bubble named Jan reading or Jan book club. Um, Go follow that and answer the questions. And then I will do a live at the end of the month where we can kind of discuss some of the things that we learned from the book. So that's the book of the month and then retreat. So I just barely finished up a retreat this, this weekend that was all Enneagram and your business. The next retreat is all Enneagram focused. Now this one will be in Moab, Utah. It is at the end of February. So you need to get in because I don't have that many spots left, but it is absolutely incredible and super affordable. So this will be in Moab, Utah, and it is $300 if you pay in full, or you can take the payment plan, which is $55 a month. It is February 24th through the 27th, which is four days and three nights. Food and lodging is included, and infants are always welcome under the age of one at my retreat, so that you can have some mom time alone, but also that first year, I don't want you to feel like you can't go and do things, because that first year is just plain old rough. Anyway, so this is going to be a fantastic retreat. Grab your friends, grab your spot. There's not many left and make sure you get in. Last up, if you could do me a huge favor, Spotify has now started taking ratings. If you could give us a five-star rating on Spotify, that would be fantastic. And if you could also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts with a little review of why you love to listen to this podcast, it seriously mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening this week, and we'll see you next time on the Enneagram Mom. Mm-hmm.